What's going on, everybody? It is the spooky time. (sighs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, though, everybody, what's going on? Happy almost Halloween. As you can tell, we are taking a a step back from our uh, usual Andor episode review to review something that was surprisingly good. I wasn't expecting to like it nearly as much as I did. And uh, that show, or that is the uh, the special uh, Marvel presentation, Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I am Gilbert. I am joined by my buddy Harrison. This is the Folk mm-hmm. Entertainment Podcast, and we are here to talk about this again. Like I said, surprisingly awesome show. Uh, so, so first of all, Harrison, uh, hello, happy hello. almost Halloween. Yes, yes, very, very, very close to Halloween. Yeah, uh, so I'm just going to ask real quick, just what you think of this show? Like, I think you told me you watched it this morning, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. I went and had to watch to see what, you know, the whole thing was about, make sure that I came in fresh, that I knew it. Um, yeah, I like the idea. I'm not so sold on the execution. Um, however, could be interesting. I, I would like to see Marvel taking more steps in this horror direction. Yeah, see, I would have liked it a little more. Um, see, one thing I, I that I uh, about the show that I, I, I don't want to say I didn't like, but it wasn't the best for me, is the fact that it didn't really give a whole lot of context. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, no, there's there's the Avengers, and then there's also this. We're just going to drop you into the Monster <laughs> Hunters. We're not going to even, like, you don't know who their names are. You don't know if they're important, where they've been, what they've been doing. Who fucking cares? They're Monster Hunters. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that was one thing I was like, okay, cool, man. Like I don't I, half these characters I don't even fucking like uh, man thing I think it was like the uh, just Ted, yes Ted man thing yeah man thing's interesting because like I when I saw man thing I was like hell yeah all right like I'm so like happy that they're doing this character, um, but I am also like hmm, okay so I it makes me confused as to what the MCU man thing is hmm. and what the whole story behind MCU's man thing is so I you know I don't know whether we're expecting them to build on the characters they've created here because they've introduced some real characters the bloodstones they've introduced um jack russell so i don't know whether they're going to take them forward or whether this is just a kind of literal holiday special it's kind of like a one-off else yeah i would hope like i would hope they would do something else with it because i mean i know that they're we if you've if you've been following the news like the the whole thing with blade how i guess like they've thrown out the script and i guess they they either fired or they or the director quit so now they're having uh, to they're having to scramble to find a new person to, to direct the show or the movie. So I'm like, I guess like that that was one thing about that. Like I would have if they're going to continue with Blade, I would like them to you know continue with this as well because it makes it fits into it so well. Yeah, it's it's hard to have Blade and then this and not have them come together. Exactly. Uh, we, hey, real quick, I'm going to say yeah, we got Mr. Action in the house, and he and of course surprise surprise he says he didn't watch it yet. <laughs> This, I mean, the good thing with this one, Mr. Action, is because it's sort of so unrelated and you don't have context, you can just jump on and watch it. Mm. So, you know, like, no need to worry about anything. So whenever you're free, whenever you've got the time, just have a look. Mm. See, so we've got Joker Voice saying, hot take, Werewolf by Night and Miss Marvel is the best to come out of Marvel Studios in Phase 4 to date. Eh? Yeah, I I don't know. I think personally of the Marvel streaming shows, I think Moon Knight was better than Miss Marvel. But yes, Werewolf by Night is probably one of the better ones. Yeah, let me just check which things were in phase four. 
but it's 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 definitely uh, Werewolf by Night at least I think really goes up there because it's so unique compared to other things that we've seen from Marvel. Although, uh, as I will go into later on, not unique enough um, by any stretch for me. I would much prefer <laughs> if there was a bit more going on here. Okay, so yeah, let's go ahead and go into it. So, like, what what exactly was it about, was about it that you that didn't do it for you? My sort of thesis for this, like, um, uh, it sort of came up at the end, is that what I wanted was I wanted a horror story with a Marvel MCU skin on it, like your modded Skyrim. But what I got was I got a Marvel movie with a horror skin on it, and I don't enjoy that anywhere near as much. So, like, a lot of, like, what actually happens in it felt like a sort of quite run-of-the-mill sort of Thor or Incredible Hulk story. Um, you know, all the fights were pretty basic superhero fights, except they had splashes of blood around the place. Mm. Um, you know, but th they just had the same sort of choreography, the same sort of fighting, you know, superpowers and wappy, 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 okay, whatever. Um, like, so I was a bit disappointed. I felt like it could have been spookier. I felt like it could have been more tense and actually scarier. But I'm not going to snub my nose at basically the only horror thing that I've got from the MCU. Yeah. I mean, if you consider Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness to mm. be kind of a horror movie, then yeah, that's another one. But I see what you're saying is that this one, it, it felt more like an action movie with a horror skin on top of it, as opposed to actually being a horror movie. Yeah, like I, I don't know. This is something that, that me and uh, Rue were talking about and sort of had some contention on where like, I don't know. I don't think there was anything in this that was scary, but Rue was saying she could see how people could be scared by the events of this story and some of the, the tense things that happen in it. But I don't know. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I don't think I was ever scared by it, but I was watching it like on the, not, not really like on the edge of my seat, but just like, I was excited to watch it because like as it, as the action started like ramping up, like as he started, when he turned into a werewolf, I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm, I was all about it at that point. Like it, it was kind of a slow burn to, up until then. But once he started turning into a werewolf, I was, I was in it. Let's see. We there, got. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh uh, um, yeah. Th that sequence was good, and there were things that I liked about it. But uh, yeah, let's have a look at the comments. Yeah. So we got uh, Mr. Action says respectfully, Moon Knight is mid. Oh boy! <laughs> got, I gotta gotta do it. Excuse me. One moment, everybody. Of the Midwest, because every single thing in it is mid. <laughs> But yeah, no. So he says Moon Knight is respectfully mid. Uh, we got yeah, Joker Boy saying every streaming show is Phase Four. But I'm like, yeah, but they also had Eternals. They had Black Widow. They had uh, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. I think that's it. Yeah, like looking at the list, like I personally would put Multiverse of Madness way up as my favorite thing that's in Phase Four, and I think it's better than the rest of those things. I will absolutely agree. I'm gonna say uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. That's that's a huge hit at that. Anyway, uh, yeah, we got uh, Elmaru or Maru. I'm, I, I no, I'm a Rue. I am. Oh, it's it's Rue. Oh, is okay. So I am Rue saying, uh, or I'm a Rue saying, WW or WWBN was fine or fire. Uh, fine, I, I, I think. I think. Yeah, uh, repeated later on in the comments. WWBN was fine. Yeah. Had some really cool characters and moments, but it kind of spun its wheels towards the end. Yeah, I think so. I, I think like it, the cast of characters were probably more interesting than what they actually did with them. I think. Yeah, here I'm gonna. I'll move over to that. Let me see if I can find the all the. Yeah, like the, I like this David Bowie character right here. 
Yeah, I need to sort of find out more. I was trying to see more about um, who all the other characters were. Mostly I was seeing about um, uh, Elsa Bloodstone. Uh, but mm. the other characters are like, ah, oh, okay, you must be somebody because they don't do, yeah, they don't just throw in David Bowie out of nowhere. Yeah, no, like these characters have got to be. So, I like how they're they're all like, it's pretty it's pretty standard for these kind of movies or these kind of shows with like an ancient order of of like warriors, but they're all from like different. There's like the Japanese guy. We have like again the David Bowie. We have like the Scottish dude in the back. And we have like like they all they're all like uh, a multicultural rainbow basically. So. That's one thing that I think was kind of cool, but yeah, like you're right. I I feel like these each of these characters are supposed to be somewhat important that I don't know. Yeah, that, this is you know what the MCU is good for is it can have these things of like, hey, you don't know, but this character is actually someone that someone recognized and really loved. Yeah, so that you know, was the the Leo DiCaprio meme. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, we got TJ Templar saying Sir Harry, Sir Gilbert, TJ Sir Templar. <laughs> And okay, so I'm gonna agree with this. He's uh, Joe JB says he loved the black and white homage to the 50s Universal monster films, which I agree absolutely. And that also that scene where they have like uh, I think it's the werewolf dude walks in and he starts looking at the walls and mentions like they, they talk about like oh have you hunted this thing? Oh no, I haven't hunted that, but I've like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. The walls were interesting. There was a, there was one character on it that I was trying to uh, place, and it looked a bit like gore. Yeah from Thor God Butcher, but I was like, that's weird, because obviously we had gore in Love and Thunder and it didn't look like that. So I was wondering what that monster was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So here, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to try to find it as best I can. Um, but there are some good things, like, like, so, like, the 50s sort of homage, like, it being black and white. I did like some elements of that. Um, certain things I liked. I really um, liked the fact that when he turned into a werewolf, it was kind of more like the Lon Chaney Wolfman style werewolf. So you yeah. didn't have him growing like a full dog muzzle sort of thing. Like he was, you know, a hairy dude. And I was like, yeah, there you go. Classic kind of universal monster style. Yeah, exactly. It was a lot more Wolfman than it was American were or uh, yeah, American werewolf in London. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, Underworld or most werewolf movies after American werewolf in London. Um, yeah, so I I really appreciated that. Some things really let it down for me. Like I, I feel like when you're watching the movie, like the cinematography and everything is so modern. So like I was looking at it, and there were these shots where they had like you know they tried they changed the focus to try and make it match more like that kind of film and the lighting. But then like the camera was doing this tight 360 kind of dolly shot like around the speaker, and I was like, you just wouldn't have had it in a Universal movie. Yeah, like, like they didn't like they didn't have that kind of capability with those cameras back then. Yeah, like, like like it just wasn't as smooth and stuff like that. And, you know, directing wasn't as sort of high octane as that. It was a lot slower. Um, so, that, you know, like I would have preferred more touches like that. And again, some of the things they do, like when these guys turn up and they're just the generic baddies that yeah, like armor and look like the, the mobile infantry from freaking Starship Troopers. Yeah, and it's like, come on, guys. Like you had like the hunters walk in with their weird robes looking like there's something out of what we do in the shadows. Like, couldn't we have had everyone look like that? Like, you could have yeah. still had just dudes, but they could have been dudes in weird robes and weird masks instead of their SWAT suits. Yeah, that's one thing I thought was weird. I got heavy TVA vibes from these dudes. Like, that was just me, but I, I saw them, like, walking with their stun sticks and shit like that, all their armor. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, again, I, I was watching this, and I'm just, like, out loud. I'm like, what the fuck is this, the TVA? Yeah, and absolutely right, yeah. 
So, and then, so yeah, I'm, as I'm watching that, I'm like, you, you couldn't have been in like chain mail or some kind of like plate armor or something like that. We're using swords. Like, I, I don't care if they're electrified, like fine, we're in the 21st century, but just like something a little more like knight or like, you know, like holy Templar kind of shit. Well, and yeah, everyone else looks unique or, you know, looks like they kind of fit here. Why, why can't these guys look like it? Why do they have to be like that? Yeah, I don't understand it. It's it, sometimes Marvel makes things, and it's like they're making a game on Unity, and it's like, ah, eh, these are the assets we could buy. Hmm. Hang on, just one second. But one thing that was really good about, about those that, that I have to mention uh, is uh, it was nice to see. Oh, what was her name? I've immediately forgotten her name. But uh, Harriet Sansom Harris uh, from Beetlejuice, uh, or as I often call her, BB from Frasier. Oh, oh, she's this chick. Yeah, she's yeah. this chick, the stepmom. Yeah. That is BB. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm never going to be able to see that show ever the same way again. <laughs> I liked her in this. She was she was doing that sort of character again. Like, I really enjoyed it, you know, sort of like clearly out for herself from the beginning. Um, that whole thing with the, the dead man puppet. Oh, dude, the the Frankenstein thing that they got going on with the with the dad. I yeah, love that. They turned him into like that peer attraction from Big. Like I was half expecting to be like, ask your question and I will answer. Yeah, like honestly, oh yeah, I want to take a second to, to talk about that too. It's like all the references that they have because so they got this guy's Frankenstein. Like that's their that's one reference. They got the wolf. They talked about the old original Wolfman. Uh, so at one point when he's talking to one of the hunters, he says like. Oh yeah, I've I've never killed anything in here, but I fought with that guy a few rounds, and he's talking. He's looking at a vampire, and it's like it's supposed. To, I'm guessing it's supposed to be like Dracula. Interesting. Okay. And so yeah, like uh, at the beginning during the credits, we have like a Sasquatch. Like right here, there's like the guys fighting a Sasquatch. Yeah. Um. I think also. Yeah. Yeah. Joker voice mentioned it. Yeah. You saw Wendigo in either the opening credits or in the artwork on the wall, and yeah, I, I was very happy to see both Sasquatch and Wendigo because looks I, like a looks like a mermaid right here. Yeah, it looks like it maybe could have some relation to um, perhaps what we see in Wakanda forever when it comes out because they're getting there. They're not calling it Atlantis. I think they're calling it something else. Yeah, getting like, like... more in his. See, like that's kind of cool. Like all these little things about that 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 might you know end up becoming important later. I I enjoy that, and I think it's it's kind of cool to have that stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, that, did we say hi to Ethan Neeson? Hey, dude. I don't know if we did. Thank you very much for joining us. Also, you know what? I'm done having this conversation. It is not a, a just because Sony worked with that logic. Captain America is a Paramount film. It's it, it's in the MCU Phase Four. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. So not, like, not to be I'm, like, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'm not gonna pretend that like Wikipedia is like you know the source for everything, but but it is on the Wikipedia article. So I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, it's like MCU Marvel Phase Studios 4. and Sony. So I mean, I'm done having this argument about Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh. See, we got Asian. He says Asian dime store blade Bowie-ish characters. Four sentences between uh, those three, they are relevant. I, I don't know about like I guess yeah because they get they're just basically the red shirts of the show. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I would say irrelevant. I don't know. I I so I like that they have the extra hunters. I think that what they do with them in this is is a bit bland. Like you know they are just sort of there to, to kind of have a fight. Um, and they re they remind me a lot of um, I can never remember the, the name for them, but Thor's friends, you know, like they're just like some dudes there. Oh, the so warriors, you can have scenes. Th yeah. 
So yeah, yeah actually, I was gonna say this dude reminded me a lot. The the big Scottish guy reminded me a lot of like of one of the Warriors three. I did, like he definitely had some like Asgardian vibes going on. Yeah, like it's it's a bit weird. <laughs> they set up things a bit ham fisted, I think, in this show. Like this whole conversation where it kind of shows like Jack Russell is sort of more sensitive and you know kind of like bit quieter and he's oh, ha, ha, we're all here to kill monsters don't we all hate monsters bah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, like, see that's one thing is like they go i understand whatever like you you guys are monster hunters or like one thing i don't really care for is how they're they all make it like oh this is a game let's have it's like the hunts let's all go out and kill them let's go hunt the fox you know what i mean I'm like, it's it like, whereas I, I wish there was a little more serious, like Blade, you know, where it's like, no, this is a serious thing. We're here to kill these mon. This is a, this is like life and death, the, the protection of the human race. Like this dude, he's just like, no, fuck that. I need to get my numbers up. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I find, I find it just a bit 2D with them, I think, is it? Uh, it was just a bit obvious. I don't know. Um. I was kind of okay. Like, kind of like Jack Russell. I don't know how I feel about the dude. He was he was a bit bland. Like, but so he was like inoffensive. So I can't say anything was like, oh, I didn't like this about the guy. But I was like, yeah, he was just sort of. He happened to be the werewolf. Yeah, he was just kind of there. Yeah, and like like th there's that moment where um, he's got the bomb that he's going to use to escape, mm. and he's like, by the way, do you know how to turn this thing on? I've been trying, and then it goes off, and he's like, oh no, and I'm like, hang so hang on, so. You're not prepared to do anything once you've turned the bomb on. That like like you need to be in the place where you're gonna use it to, before you turn it on, but you're messing around with it trying to turn it on now. Yeah, no, that's like I'm like, dude, that's not how you do bombs. Like that's stupid. <laughs> I also I did enjoy like it was weird for a horror thing, but I did kind of enjoy that one scene where he's like at at the wall, like trying to put the bomb on, and he's just like like uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, right here. So let me yeah. So he like tries to explode it and it falls off the wall. So he grabs it again, puts it back on there and it falls off again. <laughs> like that was a pretty funny scene. Also, I, I, I feel like I, I, as far as funny, I also enjoy every interaction that everyone has with Ted. Like can you really find if I can. Ted, Ted's pretty good in this or man thing. It's yeah. Pretty, man thing. pretty good in this. I, I wasn't expecting him to be named Ted. Fucking! Uh, <laughs> that was the funniest thing. Is that like, oh yeah, you need to go find my friend. He, you know, he's really big. He's like, and also he responds to Ted. He's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure that's some kind of like, I'm sure that's a reference to like his like I mean, original identity or like his alter ego or whoever the hell this is supposed to be. It is, yeah. So Ted is like the character's like human name before he became uh, Man Thing. I believe I could find okay. It. Yeah, because man, like, man thing like is you know he's very similar to Swamp Thing in a lot of different ways. Uh, Doctor Theodore Ted Salis, and he like was doing superhero stuff, um, and like trying to create a super soldier serum, and it merged him with the flora of the for the Florida Everglades. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's, that's actually kind of bitching. There's one because I had to go look him up for a couple of things. One because I was like, I really love the design, and you know, like I kind of want to know a bit more about the character. I have always just thought of him as like, oh, Marvel's kind of second-rate swamp thing. But I was like, I should probably give the character like more of its due. But there's a weird bit in this where like they care about his powers, and it's like one of his powers is that and he if he touches someone who feels fear, his touch burns them. 
Yeah, that was weird because and like he, I like also the one dude, the big Scottish dude. He's all, oh, I'm gonna go kill this monster, and then like the second he sees Ted, he's like, oh, oh and gets instantly just murdered. Yeah, I, I was I was very confused by what uh, Ted was doing there, like when he like and he grabs BB at the end of it, and she's like all set on fire. And I'm like, hmm, like I, I didn't understand that that was a thing that Man Thing could do. Hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, actually, you know what? I want to. So, real quick, yeah. Like, uh, Rue says, completely agree, Gilbs. The humor act- actually made the horror bits feel like parody, which, yeah. I, but I guess, I like, again, it's like you kind of want your kids to be watching this. You're like, this is, this is not, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street or like Friday the 13th. This is something you want to sit down with your kids and be like, oh, scary, but also, you know, not have them run out of the room crying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. I'm just sorry. I've, I've also I was checking um, what is on here, and so it is uh, da, 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 is able to sense human emotions and is enraged by fear and automatically secretes a powerful corrosive. So I think some versions don't have it so much as like the sort of this is almost like D and D style kind of like divine fire sort of powers, but I think some versions have it more science based that it's like an acid leaching out of him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like that—that's pretty bitching. I gotta—I gotta admit, like I don't know. So, so I'm curious, Arison. I—I heard a few people talking about this show on other streams, saying that they didn't like it in black and white. They would have liked it in color. How how do you feel about that? Uh, um, I like it in black and white. I think there are some things they did that would have made it better. I don't think it is as good as it could have been in black and white. Some of the things I was mentioning earlier, like the cinematography, I feel like. I was saying this to Rue, I'm not convinced that they always knew they wanted it in black and white, like from the beginning. Because mm-hmm. there are some choices that I don't understand why they made, like like um, Jack Russell's makeup and how it barely appears on camera for most of it. I was like, yeah. I, I feel like if, if they if they would went into it with black and white in mind, they would have done things you know, to make sure that, that it stood out a bit better. But I don't know, because... Uh, Rue pointed out that there are other points that where it does seem to be actually you no, know, the black and white was meant to be there for stylistic purposes. Yeah, I saw when I saw the bloodstone was like everything in red, or like, well, not everything actually, because it's only the really the bloodstone and like the magic. But like, I was figuring, like, okay, so like the blood is going to be in red. No, but it was so, yeah, when I only see the bloodstone like that, I'm guessing that that was like their stylistic thing to show how important this really is. But, yeah, but yeah, you're right. I, a few times, like. With Jack, like right here, you can't even tell that he's wearing makeup. Like, where is his? Where are the markings around his eyes? Yeah, like, and it comes up a bit where he, he does the like, you know, the guy says, "Oh, the makeup's interesting. Oh, I wear it to honor my ancestors," and and I just couldn't see it. So exactly. like, like, I was just like, oh, "Okay, so he, I kind of understood that he was wearing makeup, but I didn't know what it looked like for ages." And eventually, I saw, "Oh, it's this like skull thing," and I I assume that's, I don't know, it looked like it might be a sort of Latin American thing, uh, but. I have to admit my knowledge of the culture is not very good. Yeah, I've not, nothing that I've heard of that like I've never I've never seen anything like that before. Maybe it is, but I I wouldn't know. But either way, regardless, it's just like it was kind of a weird thing, especially like you said, because at certain points you can't really see it. Like versus WandaVision, like that is a black and that hat show had a black and white episode, and they made it like super uh, like the contrast on those costumes between like the sets and the costumes was like really really uh, noticeable. Yeah, there were some of the things they did that I was like, oh, I'm surprised you went to that length, but then you wouldn't on others. So, like, I noticed they put in fake cigarette burns, like, mm. as if you're watching a film reel and the little dots that... Yeah, I did I did notice that as well. Like, yeah, like, they when they have the cigarette burn, that means, like, you need to change it. 
I saw that. Yeah, you know, um, that thing we all learned from Fight Club. Um, so, like, yeah, it it, uh, it was interesting that they did that, but I was like, okay, but we just didn't put the effort in elsewhere. I don't know. Like, we, we mentioned, you mentioned the Bloodstone and that being the only thing in red. How, how did you feel about the Bloodstone? Because, like, I kind of get that it's, like, real. It's a thing from the comics. It, but it I, feels like we're just going another Infinity Stone. Yeah. Right, it, it, I'm like, are we, are we doing this again? Like, oh, there's a powerful stone that everyone wants, and we're gonna have a fight over it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And the fact, like, I like how that's how they're choosing their new leader is like, all right, we're a secret elite order, and now we're all gonna kill each other over this rock, and the last person standing gets to be the leader. I'm like, isn't that really a, a counterintuitive way to do your do your shit? Like. Yeah, I thought it was all really weird. Like, like especially like towards the end when, when they find out that um, Jack Russell is a monster of some description, um, and what, what I don't understand is like why they just abandon the whole thing of like fighting over the Bloodstone. <laughs> they just go, ah, we'll just put this one in a cage. It's like you could hunt this monster. <laughs> you found another yeah. one. Like I think, yeah, I think their their whole thing is that yeah, they wanted to have him. Be, oh, because you helped her. Or you, or she helped you, or whatever. She, he wanted to have him change and then eat, like, or kill her. Like the the chick seems really hell bent on killing. Uh, uh, what's her name? The the main character, main uh, main chick, uh, Elsa. 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 Yeah. So the 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 stepmom seems really like hell bent on killing Elsa. Yeah, she she really is. I, I think you're right. Like she's definitely got a vendetta against her, and was probably hoping that she would die in this contest. Hmm. Let's see. I'm gonna go to the comments. It says final um, Joker voice says fine line between funny and silly. MCU is leaning on silly of, of late. Not enough to take me out of this show. Eh. Mm, do you know what? It, it, it's it's an interesting point. Yeah, because I wasn't as sold on the humor of this. I would have preferred less. It says Man Thing was amazing. I thought the full CG a full CGI character wouldn't translate well to black and white. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I really yeah, I really like Man Thing, especially like. The way they reveal him, so how at first you only see his face and stuff, and I was like, I was looking at, it, I was going, is that? Because I couldn't remember the name of the character, but I I recognized man things like tentacles. I was like, is that man? They're doing man thing. Yeah, I also really enjoyed that. How like he sees him, you see, like, and they give you that kind of like red herring of like he's growling at him. He's like, oh, Ted, what's up? And it, like suddenly just, oh, <laughs> like yeah. that was pretty cool to see like the dynamic between these two being friends. It, it, it was really nice, and I was I was sort of waiting for the penny to drop. It, it, it was quite obvious i felt at least that jack russell was something else in this story like he wasn't just a dude there um and this was a really nice way to reveal it like with not a tense action moment you know them just being friends Mm -hmm. so yeah ethan neeson i'm interested in this comment guys if you had a chance to be a werewolf would you be one yes all right harris oh wow harris not even not even giving it a second (laughs) like i'd be a werewolf right now i was i was talking about this on the choose your own adventure brothers like about like turning into a zombie or resident evil monster or something like i i i think find the idea of being any form of not quite a human i'm like that's worth that's worth finding out what that's like (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, like I'm not going to mess around with you know something like meditation or religion or something that might not actually work. But if someone's like 100, percent you'll turn into a werewolf. I'll be like, yeah, I'll give that a go. I mean, I mean, just having a tail's got to be novel in itself. Yeah, no, that's got to be interesting. Like, <laughs> I suppose, yeah, if, it depends on what kind of werewolf. Like, if we're talking like the Twilight werewolf, that's going to be lame. 
well actually i don't know turning into a dog but but yeah, yeah but like so if you, we're talking like if we're talking like uh, American Werewolf in London, that might actually be kind of cool if I was able to control it. it yeah, yeah, like that sort of thing. Yeah, or you know, like th- there are loads of different ones. Like I think probably the best one would probably be like Teen Wolf or something. You know, where like you just oh, like okay, you, okay. I got my answer. If I can be a werewolf from Skyrim, I would absolutely be one of those fucking like metal werewolves that's like stand on its hind <laughs> legs. I would absolutely be a werewolf. I could do that. Or well, also the werewolves from Underworld are pretty cool oh, yeah. werewolves. Um, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, the lichens. Yeah, yeah. But thank you for the question, Ethan. I like that. Yeah. No. Nah. Mm. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, Joker says, well, says the reason she wants to kill her so much is because the widow uh, wants the bloodstone all for herself. Yeah. Yeah. Which I. I I do like some of the stuff they do with that. She's so macabre. It's it's quite nice. Mm. See, this all right. This is a this is where we get like let's do this because yes. vampires are lame. Well, I'm sorry, but vampires are fucking lame. They can't go out <sighs> in the daytime. They have to they have to drink blood, whereas werewolves can just eat whatever they want. I'm like, I don't werewolves know. can go out all the time. And the only problem with a werewolf is that it has to change during the full moon. So yeah. Yeah, it does depend because if if you're a werewolf where you yeah where you're stuck changing at the full moon and you don't have any control over it, that's a little dull. Like mm-hmm. a sort of you know like um like uh, Oz in the first time he becomes a werewolf and Buffy, um yeah he gets control later on. But I think yeah you know kind of um like having con- you're right there are less drawbacks potentially to being a werewolf, but being a vampire, especially like especially <laughs> I think it's, it's just because I'm watching. I just want to be Matt Berry, <laughs> I think, is it? But um, like being able to turn into a bat, so you get transformation as well okay. when you're a vampire, you know, like, and then like you got hypnosis and then like other things. And, like, I shall not be paying for anything. <laughs> I shall not be joining your mailing list. Well, actually, we need it for oh, for the Geek Squad. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> such a good show. You, you, still, might, you might have good. swayed me actually with with the werewolf argument because it's hard for me to choose. But yeah, werewolves can at least go out in the day, and I'd enjoy being a werewolf. I think, like you know, you know me, I'm really goth, so I'd normally yeah. go vampire. But werewolf, be like, fun. like my problem with vampires is that I have to either I either have to drink, like I have to either like raid blood banks or I have to eat people. And I'm like, I'm I'm not really cool with that. And so, and we got Joker Boy saying that Dracula could move about in the daylight, and so could Blade. Well, Blade is a special case because he's a daywalker. Yeah, right? and I Dracula moving about in the daylight is questionable. Yeah, like, it depends on it depends on what on what lore you ask. Yeah, and like I'm I'm not a huge fan of the ones where he can walk around. And you know, I, look, Bram Stoker wrote a good book. Good book. <laughs> it's it's very hard to read these days. <laughs> mm. So yeah, but as far as Blade, if we're talking about like being a daywalker, shit, I'll be a daywalker right now. <laughs> like, because I mean, at that point, yeah, it sucks to have to. You still have to drink blood, but you can you can uh, use the like his serum or his cure serum or the hell to like <laughs> keep that shit in in line. Yeah, see, I, I don't think I'd like to be Blade because I, I don't want the angst that comes with it. <laughs> you know, like, because like, Blade's Blade's cool and all, but it is annoying that he's like, like, dude, you're a vampire that can walk outside, be like, I don't like this. Oh, it's a curse that I live with. Come on, Wesley. I, I want to be full human. It's like, why? 
You can like <laughs> you can literally like jump off of buildings and survive and shit. You, you're stronger than any normal man. I'm like you have your reflexes are better. I'm like, dude, why? <laughs> it's like life is is pain. I have the thirst. Uh, I'm like, dude, go drink some go go kill some cows or something. I don't know. Go drink some <laughs> cow blood. It'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Rue says she would be a what we do in the shadows vamp. So, yeah, I, I can see that. if I got to choose like what vampire I was in like what universe or whatever, I think I might just be Leslie Nielsen in uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Mm. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> oh, God, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I have. It probably hasn't aged well. <laughs> but I, oh, you know what? That's gonna be honest. No, uh, Mel Brooks film has aged well. <laughs> but you know what? That doesn't change. But I watched a uh, Young Frankenstein the other day, and that movie still is one of my favorites. I I don't give a shit if it doesn't if it doesn't age well. It's hilarious. Also, yeah, that's a good movie. Hang on a second. I th- I get the feeling uh, that anyone who is into vampires, give me a, give me a okay. second. Okay. All right. Here we are. I get the feeling anyone who's into vampires is probably thinking of has this in mind when they think of it. Is like, oh, look at that! I get, I'll get to have brides. I'll get to, you know, be eternally young. I'm like, nah. Are those the ones from Van Helsing? Indeed, they are. Yeah, the best part of Van Helsing. Exactly. That's my thing. Is that when you think of vampires, you think of that kind of shit. You like when you're, or if you're like a 16 year old girl, you think of Edward Cullen. Yeah, I think like I'd also I could probably down with being a Buffy style vampire. Like, which is probably, probably the more realistic one, like the one that's be more like my actual lifestyle of just like I just don't go out in the day and I'm just kind of a bit of a crusty goth. <laughs> so like Angel, <laughs> I, I don't know, not Angel. I, you know, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to be Spike. You know, I'm certainly not dyeing my hair and no frosted tips for for Harrison. Yeah, you know, not not doing that. But I mean, you know, but like I like I like that they're like little demon vampires in Buffy, and so they're just like up to no good. Mm. oh wow wow joker voice says there are enough people i come across at work to feed to keep me feed or fed for centuries <laughs> it's like just kill all the bar patrons <laughs> and yes agreed young frankenstein is a comedic classic everyone needs to watch it right now also blazing saddles but that's that's a little rougher okay oh my goodness right a- other form of vampire right dust till dawn vampire oh that would be because they're get... not they're not nice vampires, but one of them Salma Hayek. Do I get to make it with Salma Hayek? That's my question. I don't know. If, I, I I mean, like that's well, that's a question for Salma Hayek, I guess. <laughs> I can't, I suppose that is a question for. I don't. I, I, why am I asking you, Harris? <laughs> but but I mean, in this in this scenario, I'm like, if that if we could if we could find a way to work that out, I'm like, yeah, I could. I think I could. I think I'd be okay with being like an old Aztec vampire. Yeah, I'd, that that does seem a pretty cool bar to work in. Like maybe be in the band. That'd be cool. Chill with Danny Trejo and freaking Cheech Marine and like four Cheech Marines. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I forgot about that movie. That's a that's a good point. Uh but that but that all right, you know what? That's what brings me back to my thing. Is that when anytime you talk about being a vampire, you always look at the sexy vampires and you're like, that'd be awesome. But what in like what makes you think that you'd be anywhere near what like what if you're like the Matt Berry kind of vampire? <laughs> I, I think I'd be down for that. Like, like that's good enough for me. Like, if it's just like, hey, look, you're a vampire. You don't need to have a job anymore. <laughs> like, I'll be like, yeah, sure, dude, whatever. <laughs> Sounds good to me. 
I guess. Uh, I don't know. I think werewolf would be more fun. But but I think that the best thing about vampires is you get to live forever. Yeah, werewolves are a bit vague. Sometimes like they are also immortal, like unless they get killed by something, and sometimes they're not. Like, yeah. Hmm. I, now the the strength of being a werewolf is the only thing that can kill you is the silver bullet, or like like silver versus versus vampires, which can be killed by like everything. Like That's oh, true. a cross, a wooden stake, a fucking a goddamn uh, some garlic, a fucking what's it? Uh, the sunlight. Like, except, except for, unfortunately, and Ruse brought it up, the, the, the uh, Twilight ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I dig the skin of a killer. Because, unfortunately, the Twilight vampires are actually, like, really Lame. hard to kill. Yeah, they've they got diamond skin or whatever, which... I think I think yeah. there's like the only way to do it is you have to like pull their head off or you have to pull them apart. Like yeah, that, like that's what they should have shown is that like the other vampires like tear the dude's head off in the first one or some shit like that. I don't know, but yeah, like that's the things you have to dismember them. And so cool, whatever. But I'm like, like it's just I don't know, man. Now vampires are lame. I think vampires are lame. <laughs> Uh, and uh, th this is like real weird, but the legacy of Kane video games, um, those vampires are interesting because they're way more like monsters. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So, like, I guess we could get, we, like, real quick, Harrison, best kind of vampire, go! Oh, best, um, uh, best kind of vampire, one of the vampires from Vampire uh, Bloodlines, Vampire the Masquerade. Um, oh. Probably is it the Ventru? I think the vampire clan that are like the sexy ones. <laughs> like that's like their their whole thing is they're vampires who are very good at seducing people, and that's it. I mean, hey man, I don't that works. But yeah, I I'm gonna say uh, Nosferatu, the creepy <laughs> the, the creepy vampire, <laughs> or the anime. Oh yeah, he says Underworld or the anime of Castlevania. Dracula in the anime of Castlevania is fantastic. I love that Dracula. Mm. All right, uh, let's let's go ahead and continue on with Werewolf yeah, by yeah. Night. Let's, uh, let's see, see what other uh, stuff. I mean, I mean, there's not a whole lot that happens. Actually, you know, let's go ahead and talk about the the transformation scene. You you mentioned it was a little more a little high octane or a little too like like high paced or like really action packed for for like the fifties. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this. I felt, yeah, you're right. It didn't feel like it didn't really have like that '50s Wolfman vibe, but it still, I think it worked really well. I think like that was just this whole scene right here was just badass. That shot is good. Like it, it's real good, and uh, I think they do a good job of doing that old school Wolfman look, but still making it look kind of cool and making it threatening and not look as goofy because you know times have changed and we expect more. We expect more things like Man Thing, more like fully CGI beasts. Mm. I like how the the Mar that the MCU has now just kind of like gotten used to being to doing uh, hallway scenes. <laughs> I, I think th this is the stuff where I was like, it's all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it just felt that like every MCU fight I've ever seen, a bunch of you know like generic bras turn up. And then some dude on wires flips around the place, throwing them about. Yeah. Also, I just want to point out, so Harrison, I want you to watch how these guys react. Like this first guy in the front right here, he runs up to the wolf man and look what he does. He drops his weapon. <laughs> like the choreography of this fight is ridiculous because this guy drops his weapon. The other guy who's behind him, I think he trips over the dude who falls. And yes, I like, noticed that. And yeah. he just like stumbles into the wall and, and then like is passed out. It reminds me a bit of um, the the Last Jedi 
fight. That one where all those palace guardsmen like aren't even bothering to attack Ray and Kylo. Mm-hmm. Like there's some cool stuff like that. I like the like I'm I think I get distracted by when he rips the dude's uh, guts out and then it splatters over the camera. But yeah, for like as when you look at this choreography, it's like not that great. Yeah, so I, I just think like I w- I wish they'd done less. Basically, like I wish. Like, you know, we could have had more of a sort of Batman-style scene where things go dark and he starts picking people off and you can't really see it. And it's actually about the fear rather than, you know, like, yeah, just, you know. Like, I I felt they might as well have played um, Immigrant Song from Thor Ragnarok, you know, and it would have been the same kind of deal, but with blood instead of lightning. (laughs) I like how no one's watched it. Darth Revan says, haven't seen this before. First of all, hello, Darth Revan. Hey. But he says, haven't seen this before. But yes, Harry, this reminds me of Last Jedi. And yeah. Joker voice, of course, that says the hallway scene was lame. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't that great. I just think it's. I just want to point out. I think it's funny how Marvel is continuing to do that. That trend of hallway scenes. Like, and I would have preferred, you know, like if you saw the door coming down, and then you got like shadows as the door comes down, you know, and then you see they get locked in with the beast, and the shadows are showing you what's happening. I feel like what it would have. Meant so yeah, more that, or like something like them trying to get, like show some one of the guards trying to get out and like getting maybe cut in half by the door or getting pulled back in like he's trying to crawl out under the door and then he gets pulled back in from and then just like all you see is a blood splatter or something like that like that kind of stuff yeah I, the I, imagination of the viewer yeah i think like there are ways to be scary where you don't have to like be gory or anything that's going to up ratings or whatever but i think like marvel had no intention at least it doesn't feel like it to me of being scary in this and like you know, even even New Mutants, New Mutants, even that tried to be scary. It wasn't very good, but it made an attempt. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> Marvel doesn't. I don't. Again, I think the scariest we mentioned it before. The scariest thing that they've done is Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Like that's probably the scariest movie that they've made so far, and it's only because they had the freaking uh, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and like. You know, I, I I think like a scarier thing that's like within the MCU would be something like um, the Mysterio scenes from like uh, Far From Home, like can get like kind of freaky and trippy, and like I think they do better than this thing does. But mm. there are things I like about it. Like one thing about the transformation that I loved um, was uh, the bit where he's like, "If this is gonna work, I have to remember you," and he's yeah, like so he smelling like her. her. Yeah, like like that I loved. Um, I don't think you probably haven't seen this. You ever seen a British show called Being Human? I haven't. All right, so I haven't seen the British one. I've seen the American remake that we made that we put on Sci-Fi. Okay, right. So yeah, like the first couple of seasons, at least the first season of Being Human, it's really good and has like it's a show about um, a vampire, a ghost, and a werewolf who live together. But yeah. it's not quite a comedy, so you know it's not like what we do with the shadows. But like they do stuff like that with with the werewolf character, and it's really good. And this gave me vibes of that. And I was like, you know what? I would be up for seeing more of this, more of, you know, like what Jack Russell's life is like dealing with it. It's like almost like a sort of modern day Hulk TV show, but a bit of a more monstrous twist. Kind of. Yeah. See, that's one thing that would be kind of cool. If we ever get a future thing where Werewolf by Night ends up like intersecting with the with the Avengers, I think it'd be kind of cool to have like a, a moment where Bruce Banner's like, I get that. I fucking see you. Because, yeah, like, if anyone understands what it's like to have to live with with that kind of curse, it would be the Hulk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it's, it'd be nice to see some stuff like that coming together. Let's see. Yeah, so we got Darth Revan saying, or a Joker voice first says, have the door closed, noise, noise, noise. 
door open so the audience can see the carnage and aftermath. I think that'd be cool. And then also had like uh, maybe on the outside of the door have like a couple of guards just be sitting there, just like, uh, what are we supposed to do? And then the door opens, they're just like, fuck this. And like, yeah, you could have things where like you just have a close up of Elsa and she's just reacting to what she's seeing and you see how scared and you know horrified she is. And then like, you know, you get maybe a bit like that Alien 3 scene. You know, oh, like, yeah. like, like he comes up real close to her, and it's like, what's going to happen to her? Just something tense, actually tense. Yeah, like, I think as the closer we get to that is when he like tackles her, and she's just like, and they just kind of have like the extended eye contact for a minute, and he leaves her alone. Yeah, like I, I, I like that it paid off, but they didn't do that much with it. Yeah, see, see, that was good. However, they didn't pick up or that up again. Werewolf didn't sniff Elsa, so he wouldn't kill her. Yeah, he just kind of... So like, I assume it's implied that he can smell her, but he doesn't, like, do the proper, like, you know, sniffing all over like a dog sort of thing. Mm-hmm. See, I, I'm... I'm I, that's one of those things. Like, that line right there, what he just said, like, she when he's sniffing her, she says, did it ever work? And he, like, he pauses for a second and says, once. And it's like, you assume it's, like, his girlfriend or his wife or some shit like that. And so I'm like, it's little things like that. I'm like, God damn it. I, you're going to make me have to go read a comic book, aren't you? Like, <laughs> you're going to make me go, 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 go fucking do homework. I did wonder like whether it was, it was implied that that was Ted. That happened with oh, something. Okay. But maybe. I don't know. Could that be could anything. Be as well. See, I, I just want to uh, also maybe next Halloween, give me an origin story of how Ted and, and uh, Jack, you know, got, you know, how they teamed up and how they became friends. I would love yeah. to see that. Because like he implies that they're family, like when they're in the crypt, I think, and he's talking about family. He goes, oh, or sometimes you know they hold you back, or they follow you around, or sometimes you have to save, yeah, save them. them over and over. Yeah, yeah. It could just be that he's like, oh, he's like, he's my brother, you know, like the family you choose kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Fast and the Furious family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that one where he drives the car through the building and into the other building, but you know they're all about family in the <laughs> <laughs> family. Uh, we got Rue says seasons one, three, and four of Being Human was ace. Yeah, it's it, it's real good. Like if, if anyone out there gets a chance to check it out, do it, it's and it's British, so it's short. <laughs> and Darth wrote, Marvel is great about answering questions without actually answering them. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> See, and he says he did some Joker voice said did some deep diving about Elsa Bloodstone. She's pretty badass, kind of a Laura Croft type of character dealing with monsters. All right. See, that's another thing is I would like, like, that's my, like, I want to have something come out of this. I want to have another movie or a series or maybe a sequel to this special presentation thing. Like, I would like to see more of it because I want, like, now that you guys have got me hooked on this, I'm like, damn it. Now you got to show me something more. Show me something most about Elsa. Like, who who was she training with when she left the, you know, her father and her stepmother? Mm. Like, tell me about her mother because they make a big deal about that. It's like, Oh, I, w- I wished you would go in your father's footsteps, but instead, to my dread, you went in your mother's. It's like, uh, what does that mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that, that's quite. I, I appreciate that they've like left mysteries for us to be interested in these characters. I, I would like to see them do more with these guys. <laughs> uh, Elsa apparently banged Deadpool in the comics. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I doubt that's going to happen this time around, but. I also like how Rue, I don't know if she's talking about us or this, but I do like how right after that she says, ooh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> ah, yeah, thank you. I'm oh, Rue. yeah, the Oz parallel. That's right. It was, it's like, uh, I did want to talk about that. The end credit scene where it goes, all where it gets colored. Yeah, I am not into that. 
that was something that I was like, oh, come on. Couldn't I have had the rest of it in black and white? Like, Because I don't really know what they were trying to say with the colour coming into the world. Like, Well, now that she... it's it, I don't know. I guess now that she has the bloodstone, it's somewhere over the... <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing it's like she's now like Dorothy, I guess, in Oz. I have no idea what well, they're yeah, trying to say. That's that's the weird thing. Like, it, like, isn't it like in The Wizard of Oz? Like, it's all black and white and miserable in the real world, and then like it's colorful in Oz. So, like, are we in some fantasy now? Like, I, I don't, I don't know quite what they're trying to do with this whole thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's it's a little weird, especially considering that after in the end of Wizard of Oz, she goes from being in the in color to back back to black and white. Yeah. Like versus this is like a reverse that. Yeah, like if we're following the Wizard of Oz thing, it means that now we're in like a fantasy land, you know, like we're in some kid's fever dream during a tornado. Now, here's an interesting idea. That could be maybe it's like the it's like an idea that the MCU is now in a fantasy world. Like now we're gonna see a lot more monsters. We're gonna see a lot more like fantastical like ghosts and goblins and shit popping up everywhere. Especially now that all the monster all the monster hunters are now dead. Yes, I, I did see a few things saying that, that like okay, this is like how you're gonna get monsters in because now the monster hunters are dead, there's like no one to keep the numbers down and they'll start showing up. Um yeah, like, which well, is cool. I'm totally see the unfortunate thing is we're never gonna see Captain America or like uh what's his name? Uh Iron Man or like Thor probably never never fight like we're never gonna see them fight vampires or werewolves or anything like that. But that does not necessarily say that we won't see those like things pop up, or like maybe maybe we'll have Daredevil fight a, a vampire somewhere down the line, or or maybe we'll have Morbius in well a better Morbius in uh, <laughs> in Spider in like the MCU. Yeah, hopefully it, it'd be nice to see all that. I want my damn man spider. If you're gonna give me a monster, give me my damn man spider. Ooh. Oh, that'd be really really cool. Yeah, man spider. Also, uh, while we're at it, Craven the Hunter. I, I, he's not a Ooh. he's not a monster hunter, but still though, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, very good for like these characters though. They wanted to do something later on. Yeah, Craven would be a perfect villain for these dudes. <laughs> Love that. Darth Revan says that uh, Elsa persuaded Deadpool with careless whisper. <laughs> <laughs> See, Joke Boy says overall, I thought it was a three out of five stars. I'd recommend it. If it was in phases one through three, it would be forgettable. But phase four has elevated it. I hmm. I probably go along with that sort of rating. Like it, it's definitely like a three for me. Like I, it's it, it's. I think for me, I had too many expectations. Like I went in being like, "This is the Marvel thing for me. It shall meet all my criteria." And then when it didn't, I was disappointed. I I would agree. I see. I was. I'm, that's kind of disappointing to me though. So I I figured if there's one thing that you were going to be all about, it was going to be this. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It it's nice, but it's just not. I don't know. I want them to do more. So, like, I have to be nice about it. I have to say it was really good so that they'll keep doing it. <laughs> I want everyone <laughs> to, to support it so they'll do more of these, but I think they could do better. Agreed. Yeah, like, they can definitely do... If they had done, like, another half hour to, like, to flush out some stuff about the about the characters or to do to give us a little bit more, or even just, like, maybe slowed it down just a little bit, kind of give it a little more of a tense feeling. Yeah, like, I, like, I would have... Like, I would have liked a bit more time between them going out and hunting the monster and the reveal that the monster was a nice dude. You know, like, I would have liked to have seen, you know, maybe some of the other hunters, like, coming up against him and, like, really getting messed up first or, you know, just getting really scared and he's in the shadows and you don't really see what he is properly. Mm -hmm. But we kind of do the reveal almost as soon as. 
like Jack finds him pretty fast and is like, cool, hey, dude, let's get you out of here. Um, yeah, exactly. And we're off to the races. And, and by that point, then he, he meets up with Elsa. Elsa agrees to help him and just move it. And like, yeah, we're just done. <laughs> like, uh, real quick, I, I do want to talk a little bit about the, uh, like, I guess they're not as important because we mentioned like they die pretty quickly. Mm. But how'd you feel about some of these like side characters? Like we get Elsa fighting this Asian dude. We get, again, like we talked about the uh, Scottish dude getting killed by Ted. The David Bowie character, who I forget how he, she, they dies. Oh, brutally. That's actually, I have to say, it's, it's a really good kill for a Marvel movie. Like, I, it might be, is Elsa, I think, like, swings a sword into their head? And it, like, gets stuck, like, right there, and it's, it's real good. Yeah, let's um, see if I can find it. That 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 was kind of cool. Um, I did appreciate some of the fights, like the first one with the guy um, where he has that little sort of Assassin's Creed like wrist bow thing. Like I, I have to say, that was like a good kind of tense fight. I, I appreciate that Elsa felt like just a kind of regular person, mm-hmm. like you know who was just like kind of getting through with like gumption and um, a little bit of luck and stuff. <clears throat> yeah, no, like some of these fights were were pretty cool. Like I. Again, I wish that they we had got a little more about who these characters were, why we should care about them, or who they are. But still, though, it, it was pretty cool. Even, like, she cuts that dude's arm off, he's still fighting her. They're also a bit vague, I think, in the movie, as they set, do the setup, or special, or whatever it is. They're a bit vague about um, the fact that they, they're there to, like, kill each other as well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that doesn't necessarily come across. Um, and I'm like... All right, or you know, they they will kill each other so that they've got better chances of killing the monster. I don't know. So, like, again, it's weird that we spend more time watching regular people fight each other than like having fun supernatural monster times. Yeah, and I think a big part of that is just because it's cheaper. It's cheaper to just to animate one swamp like the man thing and a ver- and a werewolf as opposed to having uh like a werewolf, a vampire, a sasquatch, a yeti. You know, all these things just, like, in there together. It, it's probably just a lot cheaper to animate all of this. Yeah, like, and I would have... I just think, yeah, they, they could have spent more time on... Or less time on regular people, is what mm. I would have preferred. Oh, no, I, I'm definitely going to agree with you on that one. Like, when you... In a movie called Werewolf by Night, you expect, like, a lot more monsters, but... There it is! Oh, yeah, yeah there it was. <laughs> it was Elsa who did that. Yeah, it's... That's such a harsh death. <laughs> like and I, it was fun because I was saying at this point I was going oh this like thing really like is pulling its punches it's like really like safe I don't like it and and Ruth was like that's pretty brutal I was like no it isn't and then this happened that I was like okay I put my hands up yeah it's like that's- sliced her, sliced their throat and then uh, sword in the head I'm like damn oh there's something so nasty about the thing of like it doesn't quite get through the skull but it lodges in there and it's like <laughs> yeah and then the person <laughs> drops with it oh it's so bad. And like that, and that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty brutal for for a Marvel movie. You haven't seen that like that happen yet. Yeah, like like you you see it like happen on camera. They don't like cut away from it. So I, I will give them that. That is much more violent. And I think the black and white is a is a big part of that. Like because like it's a weird thing. Sometimes with ratings, but like because you don't see the color of blood. Like they don't think it's as bad. Mm-hmm. See, I would have wished like with that with when it reveals when it goes to color and you see how much stuff was red. I wish that there was like. I wish they like had Elsa's jacket be red the whole time, you know what I mean? Or like Ted's eyes. I wish that anything that was red, it was actually showed a bit like kind of like Sin City. Yes, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, like, and it's something of in if it was Sin City, we would have had like nice red blood that stood out or something, you know. Or mm-hmm. even actually, and, even like the Sin City like black and white blood would have been cool. 
I mean, dude, even like, yeah, no, a lot of their, I know there's a lot of Sin City, like they, they do really do a lot of like that, like the contrast of black and white, like those, those, like the shadows in your face go like super black and the light goes like bright white. So yeah. I would have liked to do something like that because yeah, you can absolutely tell that Sin City was made for black and white versus this is like you said, it's like some parts are, some parts aren't. Let's see. Uh, there's so Joker Boy says there's a series in Marvel Comics called Midnight Suns. Yes, I've heard of that. Is it Ghost Rider, Elsa Bloodstone, Moon Knight, uh, the Werewolf, uh, Man Thing, and Doctor Strange and Blade apparently, and they're all and apparently yeah they're all like just fighting monsters and shit like that and doing like supernatural shit. Hmm. Which I'm down for that and like Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Blade, like that is that's a damn good team up right there. <laughs> I like what Darth Revan said. Why does this look like a black and white crossover between Twilight and The Witcher? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually a good point. That does look like a Witcher sword. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. I, I like the idea of sort of like a Rod Sterling being like, yeah. And in a place far away, there is a man with white hair. He is a Witcher. <laughs> All right, Harrison. So uh, overall, you think you, we already answered this question, but what would you give this? What would you rate this uh, show? Yeah, I, I think personally, I'd uh, I'd rate it like a three out of five. Like it's uh it's fun. I think it's worth a watch, especially the fact that it is a special, so it's a bit shorter. You know, it's like an hour. You can just get along with it. Um, and I think if you love Marvel movies, if you love like the style of Marvel movies, this is a great Halloween Marvel movie for you. Um, yeah, it's just I went in being like, yeah, I'm gonna see some horror, and I, I didn't quite get that. Yeah, I I would agree. It it didn't have the it had a horror feel, but it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of like when you play uh, Call of Duty and it has like the Jigsaw or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre skin in it. It's like yeah, it's a horror skin, but it's not actually like scary. That's exactly it. Exactly that. Like so, yeah, I'll I'll I will grant you that. And again, I'm just gonna say it's because you wanted it. Like people wanted or, or Marvel. Or Disney, whoever whoever's making the decision, they wanted to have uh, kids in the in the show, or they want to have kids like watch the movie without running out of there screaming. Like they don't want The Shining. Yeah, we were going to an interesting conversation, me and Rue, because I was saying like, ah, oh, come on, like this isn't even as bad as like a kids movie, like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And then we had a whole discussion about like how Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom isn't really suitable for kids. I just watched it as a kid. <laughs> Kalima, Kalima. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that'll fuck you up if you're a young child and you're not ready for a dude to reach inside another dude's chest. That'll I, fuck you up. Yeah, it was the way it was that typical thing of it's the one we had on VHS, so I saw it the most. And like I got used to monkey brains and cutting that snake oh. open and the baby snakes come out. Like, that was a messed up shield monkey brains. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> it's messed up, dude. Oh, but I, but yeah, but I love it. And and yeah, I think so. My bar was too high for for nastiness. Yeah, I think I'll give it the same, like a three, maybe a three and a half out of five, because I did enjoy a lot of the action. But you're right, it, like it didn't really feel like a horror film. Like some of the cinematography and like the the choreography didn't feel like it belonged in a '50s movie, which is what they were trying to like. Ooh, look at this black and white. Look at the look at all the old timey monsters. And so yeah, I I get what you're saying. See, uh, Joker Boy says the project was a di directorial debut. The director is known for doing musical scores and uh, mm. or yeah, for doing musical scores. So, all right, you know what? Like if, if this is their first time directing. At least they did a good job. I'm like, I'm not gonna say it was a, it was shit. Yeah, I I can. It almost gives you a sort of idea of that because I, I would have, I would have preferred someone a bit more experienced as a cinema director 
to take on to to try and take on like you know um, a parody of another form of cinema. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like 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 I would prefer someone who sort of has kind of got the ropes down of making a movie before they try and make a movie that looks like a movie that was made beforehand. Like that's quite a complex thing to do. Uh, all right, I got it. John Carpenter's Werewolf by Night. Ah, oh. <laughs> how fucking like disgusting like that would like the, the the scenes, the monsters, like the shit you'd see would be. Oh, the the soundtrack would be better as well. <laughs> like, yeah, you'd see, the effects, dude. The special effects would be all practical, and it'd be like a lot of really crazy shit. I bet. Ah, oh, man, <laughs> move it. Go back in time and move a chair, Harrison. And the time left <laughs> change. <laughs> Harrison, all right, so he says, Harrison and I came to the same conclusion with different starting points. Harrison, high expectations versus me, very low expectations. And you both came to it on the same place. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So at this point, I think we're, yeah, we've pretty much said everything there is to say about Werewolf by Night. There's not a whole lot uh, more to talk about. So with that, I think I'm going to say we're going to wrap it up. Uh, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, I am, or I'm a Roo. I, I keep on fucking saying I am as opposed to I'm a fucking that up, but right. I'm a Roo, Ethan Neeson, uh, Joker voice, Mr. Action, of course, uh, Darth Revan, anyone else I didn't, I didn't mention who didn't comment. Uh, thank you guys all so much for watching. Uh, make sure if you like our, co our content, make sure to like and subscribe, comment below and check out other videos. We are, uh, check us out next week. We're going to be doing, we're going to be going back to our Andor review with episodes eight and nine. And then also, uh, check us out tomorrow because we're yeah. going to be doing uh yeah we're going to be doing our very special fulcrum entertainment's what if and it's what if luke skywalker joined darth vader and with our with our special guest the monkey lizard himself salacious rum yeah everyone come in and tell us your hot takes what, exactly, what are your like, yeah. predictions <laughs> and harrison start getting your ai uh stuff or you start getting your ai art ready yes i've been saving my credits to make all the ai art <laughs> Uh, also, if you guys like our audiobooks, because we have a uh, we have a new one, well, a new old one that just dropped up. It was a Star Wars Allegiance Part One by our buddy Harrison here. We've got a we've got a good time for people with anonymous helmets in this. We have got Master Chief coming back. We've got Boba Fett, and we have the Stormtroopers in Allegiance. So it's all helmeted heroes. That's right. Yeah, we have Slave Ship Part Seven. I think it was. Uh, yep. Allegiance Part One, and then yes, and then Master or the Halo, the Flood Part Two, all out there, and then of, of course we have Harrison's all of his uh, Halloween Choose Your Own Adventure Brothers, yeah, well, all those Goosebumps ones, which are which are really fun. I've I've been enjoying watching you guys. Like I get off of work and I'll just be like, oh hey, Harrison's on, and I'll I'll click that on there, and I'm and it's real fun to watch you guys, uh, especially you guys arguing with the audience. It's like, oh man, <laughs> no, don't do that. Come on, we wanted to go down the hall or we wanted to go follow the dude. <laughs> Like that's that's always a, a treat. So that's yeah, if you what, guys, go ahead. It's what's going to happen when you ask the audience for things. They're going to do stuff you don't want. <laughs> yep, just to fuck with you. <laughs> you gotta you gotta show no emotion. It's like, oh no, I don't want to go down this way. <laughs> I don't want to go to page twenty six. <laughs> Reverse psychology. But anyway, guys, yeah, like I said, thank you guys all so much for watching. Uh, this has been the Folk Entertainment Podcast. We will see you guys all next week. Take it easy, everybody.